0: what's going on boys and girls we have a terrific episode of two white lights for you today we have the second installation of our two white lights awards and this is the fan favorite awards actually we're giving out fan of the year meat of the year social media post of the year thread of the year troll of the year all the things that we love to discuss on two white lights that might not be discussed on other podcasts is discussed on this episode, and we love to have fun with this one, we love to end a year off just on a podcast like this, a fun, looser way, so hopefully, you know, you're driving home, you're listening to this, uh, you're at a, you know, maybe on your way to a New Year's Eve party, maybe you're getting ready for a New Year's Eve party, and you're listening to your favorites on Two I Lights, Steve Novi and I discuss the things that happen in powerlifting this so make sure you're subscribing to white lights on apple Podcasts. leave a five-star rating leave a review as well also on spotify leave a five-star rating subscribe and go to twilight.com get yourself some merchandise we got some merchandise left over make sure you guys get some socks those that are selling pretty quick right now make sure you use all the codes make sure you subscribe on two white lights on there as well and without further ado here it is two white lights Oh, baby, I like it, bro. Yeah, baby, I like it, bro. Oh, baby, I like it, bro.
1: Yeah, baby, I like it, bro. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. Shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take her away. Off on the natural charge, for bon voyage. Yeah, from the home of the Dodge of Brooklyn squad. Who take the beats on the floor? Brain on your college ass, this uh. so don't cool. Well, you don't even touch my skill. You got to go the one killer
0: One and as promised, we are here. Hopefully, guys, got a little beverage going. Hopefully, you're not driving while you're doing that. Well, I, did, I did think I did think about how people listen to podcasts. As I just said, that is mostly dr- driving. Yeah, they're not, they're not just pouring Do a nice food. scotch over a fire. Yeah, and Do listening to us talk about, about social media. Yeah, but hopefully you have right. that. Hopefully you do that at least once in your life, because we're gonna get into the rest of our Two White Lights awards. And yeah, this is this is my favorite part of the award show.
1: Yeah, this is this is the one I track diligently. Every single time something comes up, I've got to go track it so I don't forget of all the amazingness well, that has happened.
0: Yeah, we but never the fir- Well, hold on, we never we never get into like this is Steve doesn't just message us like in the group chat of this is this squat means she's going to be my best female squatter of the year but whenever somebody makes a social media post it's like this is in the candidate for social media post of the year like he's immediately on that part saying like this is and (laughs) he's legitimate about it too it's like we got to add this to the list
1: yep all right well the first couple though are somewhat more legitimate awards albeit some more fun awards so First, we've got biggest upset of the year, or for those who are offended, we'll go with biggest shock of the year.
0: Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know how words got, work and definitions yes. of things, biggest shock of the yeah, year.
1: That, this, and that will be a award candidate or a nominee for a, a social media post of the year here soon. Okay, I got a couple here. We got Evie Corrigan at Sheffield, Carl Johansson over Taylor Atwood. May Angelis Egwu, if I'm saying it incorrectly, I'm sorry. Over Christian Hazard at nationals, Brittany Slater winning the 84 plus over Cigna and Shamanika Frown. Natalie Richards over Jad. I'm putting Jesus at Sheffield because I I think more Taylor was favored. Yeah. Um, even though Jesus, I don't I don't think it was a huge upset because it, it was it was I don't think everyone thought it wasn't a possibility, but Taylor was the favorite. Uh, Mariah Bolden. We did not – I don't think anyone nope. had her winning the 52-kilo class. Um, Angelo Fortino winning the 82-and-a-half. Yeah. I half. I'm calling it an upset. I mean, everyone was saying – talking more Jamar and whatnot. It was an
0: upset. Okay. Uh, Jalen Falk. Jalen Falk. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't – and then Devin Williams. Yeah. Well, we had a great year of upsets. Powerlifting is not an upset yes. sport. The Mariah Bolden uh, and May winning, that was huge. Those were huge upsets. And I'm glad you mentioned Jesus because, yeah, we were all like, well, this is kind of a war – this is kind of a meat, like, tailor-made for Taylor Atwood, no pun intended, and definitely no pun intended because that's a a, a terrible pun. But – That sounds like a pun
1: you'd use on a reel, though. Yeah,
0: he would probably – he would love that. He would think it's the funniest thing. He might actually start liking me again. But um, we thought Sheffield was kind of made for – an Atwood type performance because it was so far under, and Jesus winning that he had to do it the hard way, the real hard way to do it. So that can be up there. Um, I Carl, yeah, Carl Johansson. That was a huge upset. Um, I still, I mean, we had somewhat of an inkling that he was going to give Taylor a run for his money and potentially win if Taylor had a bad meet. And that's exactly how it played played out. But none of us even were had putting Evie in the conversation. She was the unfortunate thing of kind of back end conversations when we did preview shows. Like, oh, she's a she's a very good lifter. Um, you know, she's kind of that wild card thrown into this meets with a, a lot of heavy hitters, and it never ever ever happens. Well, and really in any sport where we're like, yeah, you know, the the eighth seed or tenth seed you know, is getting all this, like, what's their path to the championship, and it's usually something ridiculous. But when that does happen in other sports, we take notice. We talk about it for years on end. If the Heat would have won the NBA Finals this year, it would have been the biggest upset win ever, I think, in NBA, and we would talk about it for years on end. That's Amy Corrigan. But she won the Finals. Uh, Well, for our international people,
1: uh, who is it? Oh gosh. Uh, biggest upset in Premier League history. Winner of league. Who won it a couple of years ago?
0: What are you what are we talking? Leicester,
1: about? Le, uh, Leicester City for our international people. I consider this Leicester City, if I'm saying that
0: even right. Winning the Premier League is Evie Wayne oh, Sheffield. Holy Oh my god, I thought you were talking about a lifter. No, no, I'm talking
1: about school. Oh, you were pronouncing it Lester. so
0: incorrectly that I thought. What you, is it? I, I <laughs> thought you were saying first name Leicester, last oh. name City. So I was Le- thinking Leicester Le- Le- City.
1: Leicester? Le- Le- how do you say that? I have no idea how to say I
0: think it. Actually, I think most people pronounce it wrong and they call it Leicester. But I, I almost think that's there. wrong. I'm looking up. I, it's Leicester. Le- yeah. It's
1: Leicester. It's It's less, yeah. Yeah, Um, People say,
0: actually, Americans call it Leicester City, and that's incorrect. It is Leicester City. I was just so like, you're not telling me the sport. I'm like, the hell is Leicester City? Premier League,
1: Leicester City winning is Evie winning Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's 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 it. It's
0: it's the biggest upset in history. It's It's crazy. It's close. It's insanity. Like, that, it never happens. That never happens. Yep. So. So. Market in the book. Edie yeah, Corrigan
1: upset of the year, biggest and, shock of the year.
0: Yeah, and like I said, heavy this year with powerlifting upsets. It was really good to see like the people you didn't expect to win to win. That does not happen yep. very often. So, yeah. You know what? We
1: also got we got some good comebacks of the year too. Yeah, I've got four main ones. You've got Panna winning mm-hmm. sixty six after the uh, the injury. You got Natalie coming back after the bomb out at usapl nationals the mm-hmm. year before you got austin perkins after hernia surgery and then you got anatoly in a war
0: <laughs>
1: god and do we have to give as I, wrote all, <laughs> as I wrote all this down i was like you can't just you have to give it to anatoly like all these are huge comebacks but
0: like how
1: can you compare to being in a war yeah i
0: know it's just like yeah it makes all the other ones like oh man like because with uh pata and austin in particular um, like Austin and also uh, I can't throw Petrie in on this because I, I, and the reason why I'm saying this is because when I was going through my injury with, yeah, with this, this kind of, you know, the self doubt that gets in there, the people I thought about was Petrie and Perkins, but Perkins in particular, cause he's nominated the hernia surgery thing that Really took him out of lifting for a long time. And he came back to be the best lifter possibly in the world right now. Um, you know, debatable with Jesus. Um, I want to go pot on this one. Because he had, all like, kind of all of it. Terrible meets. And then injuries. And then coming back and winning worlds. Like, that is, to me, the truest sense of a comeback. No disrespect to Anatoly.
1: I feel like if you ask all of these people, would they rather deal with injuries or being in a war, they would choose the injury.
0: Yeah, I feel know. I feel like
1: I'm pretty confident in saying that.
0: Yeah, I know. I would love for other sports to have this scenario thrown in there. Like, you know, did Ted Williams win Comeback Player of the Year when he fought in World War II? He should have. I don't think they had that award at all. Oh, by the way, this is a really weird – Uh, borderline disrespectful way to throw this in there you do you remember major league baseball what they called the comeback player of the year no what was it it was the viagra comeback player of the year because they had a deal with major league baseball with Rafael palmero him being the face of viagra was the second most embarrassing thing he had because he tested positive for steroids that year too um but it was the Viagra comeback player of the year. And so it's like Nomar Garcia para getting it. Like, thanks, thanks, thanks for saying I was like flaccid all last year, and now I'm good. <laughs> like, it's like a bad. It was such a bad way of like throwing that in there. So um, what
1: you're saying is we need to get an
0: awesome sponsor
1: for this specific award next year.
0: Yeah, it, it, I like because the award itself is awesome, but then like they ruined it by being like. Oh yeah, Viagra presents the comeback player of the year. Like, oh, no one really wants to win that award now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know what the, the equivalent would be for powerlifting. I don't, I don't know either. I, I'll, I'll leave it. But yeah. all right,
0: who who? Are, I'm going Anatoly. Who are you going? I I'm gonna go Anatoly just because I don't want to. <laughs> I might have already dug my grave with going Pana heavy, but. To me, that's the idea of sports-based comeback player is someone who has a, a real down year with injuries yeah. and then coming back and reaching kind of the highest pinnacle within the weight class. But coming back after war is unprecedented, and it's probably why you don't see it in other sports is because no one does this. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: agree with you. Yeah. All right, next one's easy. This can well. I just say that maybe it's gonna be a strong debate if we. I don't know. We'll see. Unofficial co host of the year.
0: Yeah, we only had like six people only, on this year.
1: <laughs> no, it's really just Solana. Like yeah. is, is there any debate here? Yeah. I think Solana wins this one. I think that is pretty. Yeah. Set in stone, undebatable. Yeah. But we had Joe. We had Joey Bags on. We had Aiden on. Do we have anyone else
0: on? Was Singleton this year?
1: I don't know if he. I think that was last year yeah Uh, solana wins it solana Solana unofficial co-host of the year that's an easy one yeah okay last somewhat uh, not somewhat last serious award before we get to the fun ones uh coach of the year so to proceed we definitely take the stance on this and in a general professional sporting route because there is no way for us to actually debate and figure out who is the actual literal best coach uh in sports Sometimes the best coach may have a barely bad team, but guess what? They're not winning coach of the year because their team sucks. Like, you're not winning unless you're, or, your team good Or they give won. it so, to
0: a coach that got a really bad team to, like, the sixth seed of the playoff or something. But like, you still
1: had to do something. You yeah, right. It's
0: a, the, the coach of the year, too, is a very strange award because it's like, yeah, they...
1: Well, you, Brian Brian DeBull gets it, and the Giants are horrible this year.
0: Yeah. Um, Dick, remember so Dick way, Turan? dick charron to 13 and three bears in 2002 yeah yeah. and then he got fired next year yeah so
1: this is based on accolades not always literal best coach so before people message us and say ah why wasn't my coach on there no you got to have accolades that's how we're basing it that's the only fair way to do it so um i had a decently extensive list this year uh because i tried to look up pretty much anyone that had decent amount of like multiple champions whether it's national or world level uh i mean the two front runners are going to be joey and marcellus mm-hmm. those got to be the front runners jason trombley and joe Stanek, i think very much are in the conversation and then what people all kind of put is like uh, uh is also like notable mentions uh panna uh he's a very notable coach himself coaches himself coaches tiff I, i'm not sure which other people he coaches at this point now because i know obviously leah he hasn't coached anymore um dominique basabas I'm sorry if I'm ruining that. He's from New Zealand. He coaches Carlina. He coaches... Uh, gosh. I, why am I blanking on the name? Just She moved. She was supposed to be in the 57-kilo class and move up to 63. She was going to be in the battle. Gosh. Join Amani. Join okay. Amani. And I think also there's one other... Maybe there's Jewel Tassi. Either way, Dominique coaches some really good lifters, has Carlina. Matt Holden, um, obviously working with Dan Clements, Juliana Iorno, Kelly Mann. And then I put myself... Mainly because I coached the whole sub-junior team.
0: So. Uh, so I was I confused I for a second some, there, but I got it. I,
1: I think I deserve some recognition for coaching the sub-junior team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so, this, before, it's, it's Joey versus Marcellus, though. Yeah,
0: and before we do this one, I think we... Uh, actually, let me check, because we have so many awards. I did check it before the show, but it might have changed. But... I am somewhat contemplating moving this to team of the year. Like powerlifting team of the year. Granted, it'll probably be the same thing. Craftsmanship versus flex and all that stuff I have a game day as well. But no, no, then
1: it changes because then I think that would have to be separate awards. Just like we have separate awards for coach and team for the two white lights coach uh, the the point series. You have to separate it because some teams are big. Like it's kind of not fair that the strength guys have like seventeen coaches. Versus Joey you can almost be himself. Obviously, as Will had Ina and some other people, and uh, uh, gosh, uh, Mikey D coaches some really good people too. Uh Marcellus is a singular coach. Game Day obviously has a combination. I don't know. I, I think I think coach of the uh, you could do team of the year if you wanted to. I like coach of the year. Yeah, personally. maybe next year we'll, that, we'll go. I
0: mean, we'll incorporate team of the year because I, I think that would yeah. be kind of the kind of I'm, the. Uh, okay, I'll
1: add it. I'll add it right now. The good we'll, one, we'll but team of the year as. Team of the Year as as well next yeah, year. Yeah, because
0: combining like and also rewarding people with good coaches, right? Like, because there's game day with Matt Holden and Joe sanek that's quite the team that you get there. Yeah, and then yeah. you know Flex I now. I think some of their coaches are kind of on the come up with like Williams and stuff. Yeah. So, so, uh,
1: it's funny. It comes down to Flex versus versus the Craft, considering there was that's going to be up for another award later. Yep. But this year. I honestly don't really think there can be a debate. Joey has to take it. He had a Sheffield winner. He had multiple na- He had national champions with uh, uh, Kenneth Imperial at Raw Nationals. He had multiple world's winners. I-, I don't think anyone can compare. Uh, Marcel's obviously has some really strong people, but he didn't have any world champions. He didn't have any Sheffield people. This is obviously going to change in the future with some of the shift happening. But Joey undoubtedly has to be the most decorated coach this year, and I don't really think that can be too debated.
0: Yep. No, I, I agree with you on this one. Um, you know, and next year I think is when you get that real clash because it's going to happen with um, some of the people who are moving over. Um, the real question is how uh, Marcellus responds. I I, yep. I don't know. We'll see. Oh,
1: I want to throw one more out there because I'm mentioning some people that coach, really, I mean, Evie won, and Evie's coached by Jason Clark, so I think I think that's, that, I got that correct, so I want to throw that out there, too, since we are talking about Sheffield as being a big, outla- or big thing there. So, Joey, though, coach of the year. For sure. But, moving on to the fun ones now. Bad journalist moment of the year. Honestly, we didn't have too many crazy ones this time. We didn't speak so as
0: much last year, too. <laughs> we didn't really have too many. Yeah, it's I think more, if we... Like, it happened again that stupid ass thumbs
1: up (laughs) oh yes fireworks
0: we weren't recording i wish i could just recorded these random ass animations this is the worst podcast Um, my reactions to these things are like like, like what the hell why are you transitioning right now this never happened but um all right so i got four for bad journalist moment of the year though all right do it so
1: we got ryan calling jod's deadlift final deadlift for the win
0: yep i mean that's a combination with their coaches too right? This poor bad well, yeah, they screwed up. Yeah. Like he, he everyone everyone, everyone just with horrible mass skills.
1: Yes. Uh I put all of powerlifting, picking Evie last at Sheffield. That's just the general bad journalist moment for yeah. every single person in all powerlifting. Uh, it's uh, debatable. So two white lights and putting any hope in USAPL. That was a pretty bad journalist moment.
0: Yeah, we're actually gonna date that one back to 2020.
1: <laughs> yep. And then Probably maybe the worst bad journalist moment is Joe Sullivan leaking call leaking phone calls uh, and losing a lawsuit and untested canceling himself from within. That's probably actually like truly bad journalist since you you leaked private phone calls and lost a lawsuit because of it.
0: Well, I think the the I, the coinage of bad journalism came from him and called me a bad journalist on several occasions. I'm like, well, yeah, but when you go to journalism school, you have to look at the legality of things and what you can say and what you can't say. Um, and I don't know if he was trying to act as a journalist, but he did. And it kind of comes full circle because we're not journalists. And that was kind of the joke is that we are bad journalists because we're not journalists, but he actually tried to somewhat be a journalist in that case. And, that's not the best journalism when you get taken to court and have to make a public apology. Granted, you know, I, I, Hart was in the right place, I will say that. But, yeah, I, that's, it's almost too perfect. Yeah. I mean, like, the literal thing, like, circle. when you say we're bad journalists, it's like, we didn't give your girlfriend a lot of credit on the show. Okay. But, we also haven't gotten sued for slander yet. Which I don't know what that was a lawsuit about, but we—I uh, don't—I—I I
1: have some idea like the lawsuit. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know I, I'm saying the only way we can get
0: sued is probably because of slander.
1: Well, I believe that was what the lawsuit was for, but the issue that really kind of ruined it was the fact that he recorded phone calls that were private that were not supposed to be recorded and he leaked them. Or maybe maybe he was allowed to record them, but he leaked them. Yeah. So the leaking is what really I, the,
0: Yeah, the good journalist in that situation would definitely say you are being recorded right now. Yeah. So,
1: all right. Well, Joe Sullivan leaking phone calls and losing a lawsuit. Uh, wins bad journalist moment of the year. Close second so. is
0: definitely our takes on usapl and the pro series granted there's a lot of material changes there but yeah we're we're both i mean i'm fully in i guess i'm powerlifting america as far as being a member goes and competing in the federations i don't know how you're i mean you're i think suspended I'm, not sure yeah, I'm gonna, point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue
1: to be suspended because if I have one person who competes in USAPL, I'm gonna, I'm gonna handle them because I'm not going, I refuse to abide by a rule that tells me what I can or cannot do coaching wise illegally. So, um, all right, so you're, so I you're will, holding on to that one at least. Yeah, I'm not, I will not stop that one. Okay. I, that's that won't, that won't change. Yeah. So because uh, I was
0: definitely like bad journalism moment of the year is. When you date it back to like us being on that horse for two years, I mean, like, uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. We took, we but were kind of, we were kind of the big advocates of it. We'll take our L. Yeah, I
1: think that. Yeah, we'll take our L. That very well could win. One thing
0: is, I'm lose. having imaginary debates right now with people. We said professional powerlifting is the way to go, and it is, and that's what the IPF is doing. You know, SPD is doing. SBD
1: yes. won the professional powerlifting competition. Yes, they won it. We, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with anything we said. I,
0: we put our hope in the wrong people to do it, though. Yeah, yeah, we sp- we're spin zoning this one. I probably had some bad takes as far as SPD goes, not on what they can deliver, um, more so like how how valuable the SBD partnership is. I think I probably had bad takes. That's that's the thing. When you talk a lot on a podcast, I I, I mentioned this with, the, uh, with Russ in the last episode, Like when you talk a lot, you are just opening yourself up for just terrible takes and totally wrong yeah. predictions. That's why I think we don't have as many bad journalist moments this year is because we did not have nearly as many podcasts this year. If we spoke every yeah, week, Ross. we would totally mess up can say yep, for just sure. terribly wrong things. Yeah. Yep. yep. So. All right. I'm excited for this one.
1: This one is one of the most epic ones of the year. Social media post of the year.
0: So great year for it. Start, social media keeps getting better in powerlifting. Yep. It just does. It started
1: out it started out strong with the IPF New Year's post. Yes. That, that was great. Uh we had actually these are not going in order, but then we had Joy calling out Power of America for unfollowing her.
0: Oh, dude, I missed the best meme for this, and I'm so pissed off. Do you, do you watch it? I Think You Should Leave? No. All right, so that scene, I, it's such bad podcasting, but where he's just, like, sitting there all mad, like, mm, and he has his arms crossed, like, what's wrong? He's like, you don't follow me on social media. I'm like, damn it. Like, this could have easily been the Joy post on Powerlifting oh, America. Oh,
1: I think, I think someone else sent me that meme. I think I saw it. I think someone made it and sent it to me.
0: Okay. All right. It's not complete. That was the perfect meme for that situation. That would be a meme of the year. But yeah. The
1: the next one is one of my favorite posts of all time the Dear USPA butt pick. Yes. So if people don't know what this is, there was a girl who had never competed in USPA, but was apparently going to compete that posted a picture of her in like short shorts showing off her butt and had it saying on the photo dear uspa and it was an entire letter to uspa to like be better and yep. it was about being better about the the sexual misconduct while she was saying and posting a picture of her butt so dear uspa butt pic was a special one
0: that one yeah that one was that one was great i don't even know what else to put like uh, the irony just throwing it in there of that's but then also like is this a clout post like where did you oh, think it, this it would, was, where it, did you it think it this would work the, out but you know the the crazy thing is like a person did that with not a big following and probably to the people that she knows that was a totally okay thing but then all it takes is one person to get it and then one person to send it to one group chat and then other people see, and they send it to a bunch of other people, and then when that happens, it's usually never a win. It's usually like, oh, this is a bad post. Because I think I was messaged by, uh, I don't know, I think it's the a, a dude. like The boyfriend? Yeah. Who, who saw me like a comment people. and make which, some jokes about it. I and I like,
1: Boyfriend. Dude, it's. Boyfriend's gonna get pissed. Boyfriend's yeah, gonna been, get pissed. Uh, I and get And you know it, what?
0: That's, but, and that's what happens. You know, you, you. Got to stand up for the person, but we all, you have to acknowledge that it's funny.
1: Yeah. It's all I'm doing. I'm not saying
0: she's a, I'm I'm not saying saying anything bad. It's funny.
1: Yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty good. And there's, uh, there's so many applications of that this year and memes that could be made of, of of redoing the Dear USPA with other, other situations.
0: Well, the, so, the Dear power of uh, America, too. I mean, that worked <laughs> yeah, hand in yeah. hand.
1: Yeah. All right, next one. Girl who called us sexist for using the term biggest upset.
0: Yep. That's just... um yep, that was a good uh, one. Yeah, for a person not knowing the English language. It was good. Yep. Uh,
1: corrupted strength closing on Sundays as a holy day, and then getting pissed off <laughs> because you pointed out that their uh, logo is a demon. And then a late bloomer... It made it just in time, USAPL tagging Powerlifting America in their post on accident and leaving it up for like 20 minutes.
0: They I, That was longer than 20 minutes. It felt like a lifetime. And I mean, clearly they have someone else running the social medias on Powerlifting or USAPL page. Um, they meant to tag Powerlifting North America. I can see where there's confusion understandable mistake there but a really but bad mistake thing, thing, things
1: don't pop up unless you've searched certain accounts frequently like that's not gonna pop up as the first recommendation unless you've searched that account on a frequent basis
0: yeah especially with Think north america having a, a pretty big like i wouldn't say partnership but they have teamed up many times with local meets yeah, and so. national meets
1: but i don't think america pops up yeah first. And, uh,
0: Oh man, we just found out some ex-girlfriend stuff from the USAPL. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, for me it's got to be Dear USPA Butt Pick. That was that was one of the greats of all time.
0: Yeah, I mean, that to me that was just funny. It was um yeah, it was just uh you know, you get some jokes out of it, you get some memes out of it. And uh, but personally, my favorite is mine. It's going to be an egotistical one. The what I was able to do in twenty minutes is it's definitely in the troll hall of fame. And I wasn't really trolling. Well, can we I think that's a better
1: you're Okay. Yeah, you would be nominated for Troll of the Year. That wasn't the post though. That would have to be yeah, the troll. You're of right, the okay. Year. I'll I'll yeah, add the it right post, now, post- Alright, yeah,
0: you're right. Okay. The post itself. Commenting
1: on corrupted posts. Yeah.
0: Okay. The post itself definitely dear USPA. Because I'm going to call it the Dear Power of the America one. That post, even though to me it was insane, but giving, just being empathetic, she's a child, essentially. The post itself was ridiculous. It was more of the aftermath that made it even more funny from her because then adults started chiming on it. And I'm like, oh, okay, she gets an excuse because she's young, potentially a lot of fame is bringing some of this and being on social media too often when i see like adult people either echo it or talk about their own personal experience like you know i was about to compete at masters worlds and they unfollowed me and this is a big slap in the face i'm like you got some problems you are an adult If that was a slap in the face before you're about to compete in a world competition, rethink your priorities because social media is not that important. And then, you know, Kyle Nowak, great lifter, like the guy. You know, saying it's much deeper than an unfollow. No, that's what it is. Please get off social media. But it wasn't the post itself. It was the aftermath of the post. I'll say that.
1: Yeah. All right. Next one, this is this might be the only year we ever have this one. Because I don't think this is ever going to exist because it's already dead. But Thread of the Year. And we really only got two because Threads was so dumb.
0: Hey, and, I'm going to still be a thread stand. My so, interactions do great on Threads. So Better than Twitter. You are one of the two nominations. Nomination number one is Taylor Atwood
1: letting us all know that oxygen in your body is a good thing.
0: Yeah, that and was a great num- thread. The,
1: I, for, I don't have it in front of me or else i mean I, yeah I, add
0: li- spark note what it is is our cliff notes to it when you're losing energy and you feel sluggish go outside and get some oxygen in your lungs that always seems to help and ox- yeah oxygen is not found only outdoors
1: well, I understood, like, you didn't even, like, if you saw it, I understood what he was saying, go get some fresh air. Yeah. But how he comments how he said it was, like, just literally you need some oxygen. Well, yep. you have oxygen all the time. Yeah. But no matter how good that was, it's not going to beat the actual threat of the year, which was by you, and it's that SPD launches are all just WNBA team names.
0: Yep. I would.
1: No, that was the best one. By yep. far. Yeah, win. I win that one. Good of the year.
0: I think I'm the thread threader of the year. Um, I think, I don't I don't post threads often, but when I do, they're good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, the only other person I know does threads is Russ, and it's mainly just him talking about how people talk trash on him. How he doesn't care yeah. about people talking trash, but he has to mention that people talk trash.
0: Yeah, he made, uh, it, yeah, his thread, because he, he's a guy who likes to say that people are uninteresting on thread, and then he'll post, like, get better today. And that's it. That's the thread. And I'm like, (laughs) when you don't have a bunch of people saying that you're funny and interesting constantly in your face, and then you're like on this thing like, man, you guys aren't even funny or interesting. Then he posts like, man, this movie was good. Like, okay. All right. That's sweet. I guess that's what tweeting is, because he's used to Twitter, is saying things that are just on your mind. But I guess that's what's on his mind a lot, or you know, having conversations really to himself about I'm keeping receipts on everyone who said things about me, and I'm watching your performances, and they aren't that good, so I'm just going to keep to myself. And he's like, I got to calm down. I'm only doing. It. I'm like, all right, okay, we get it. We this is a, this is a paragraph too long. He's so. he's really active on it, in spite of him thinking that it's not yeah. an interesting app. Yep. Yeah. All right,
1: troll of the year. Yes, we had some. We had we had some good ones, and we had probably the greatest one ever. So I'm going to save the greatest one for last. So first one, Steve getting everyone to wish CB a happy birthday.
0: Always I good mean,
1: one. I, I honestly, I I'm a decent troll. I yeah. think that is a strength I have, and I'm proud of it. The West Regionals email scandal.
0: A little more serious. That was and an inti- more cynical. was a very serious one and Super
1: intense. Yeah. Newly added Angelo commenting on the corrupted post and the ensuing situation that occurred from it but but no matter how good any of those are i don't think any of them can beat the guy who trolled joey with the fake story testimonial no when people don't know
0: i was hoping i would win this one but this is but
1: you can't no i can't it's the greatest ever i i look at it at least once a month just to laugh so if people do not know When the Marcellus versus Joey thing was happening, you probably, if you went to Joey's profile, you obviously saw Joey kept reposting people saying testimonials, saying nice things about him. Well, one very long, like, three-paragraph testimonial, and it looked really serious until you got to the final paragraph, and I can't say what it said. We kind of need Marcellus on the podcast to say it, but he alluded to a certain—to Russell Orhees' voluptuous lips— and used a certain word within there to describe the voluptuous <laughs> lips. And Joey reposted it. And he did not know what it said and did not notice the long troll that eventually happened at the end. But Marcellus saw it. So Marcellus reposted it. And oh, no, that's we what all. Joey then found out.
0: Not only did Marcellus see it, group oh, we all I was saw in it. saw it. They were. Do- they, like, it was. Okay, the, the joke hits on so many levels because, one. the troll itself is funny obviously but then like you didn't know he wasn't your client like you didn't didn't know that like shouldn't you know like the people who so that means like it was in a message request probably and then you got the message request looked at it and like this this is good and then you post it's like oh it doesn't make you it doesn't make you look good. It kind of actually proves the point, but it being so serious to start and then it going to the last, the last paragraph and just what was said. <laughs> Everyone, it's it's just a just a great troll. I don't know how else to put it. I think Can about I it whenever you bring awesome. it up. I I I do laugh.
1: Here we go. I'll read it outside of the word that I can't say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, where
1: are we at? Where are we at? Okay. So, again, long paragraph going on and on about how great he is. Something I want to express is that experiences of individuals do not speak for everyone or others. The fact is I wouldn't be who I am today without Joey and the team. I am grateful for every positive interaction. <laughs> i got to be careful. Russell or he's voluptuous something lips. Experience, opportunity, and conversation I may have been able to gain through the team. Love y'all.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, you gotta you really gotta read everything, especially when the person does not know you, and he just said he was part of the team. And yeah, yeah, that's a troll. Yeah, that one's that one's so good. That All one's good. That one wins. That Hands one wins. I mean, that, that one wins. I know. I, I don't think it's gonna be hard to top ever um, the email scandal. I mean, as far as like someone who is being a troll, yeah, like, but that one. Had had some layers to it, but I, I I would like to point out again, within four within twenty minutes, I was able to make a page have three posts based on one sentence that was factual. I I did a lot there, and also well, they could, had like a bunch of I? like open gyms after that, and like dropping their day passes down. I like to think, I was the cause of that. Even though I totally wasn't, but I would like to think that. Do, do I get to count
1: my USAPL Nationals thing as a troll, even though it wasn't intentional, that I then caused it
0: to cap out in a matter of like three days? No, you did not intend. You, you actually tried to help, and then it turned into. Well, I think we could do it. We could do biggest power
1: play and powerlifting for the year. That could be one. Yeah. Biggest, 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 or biggest flex. Yeah, no, yeah, we, we have
0: we have a lot of those. We have a lot of like Yeah, big, biggest Being able to, to influence be... events. Yeah. I, I think that would that would be up there, but that would, I don't think yeah. we would have another candidate. I don't know, probably not. I I, I, I ah, one thing we do do is that. We do that very well. Best meme account.
1: This one's deep this year. No, very deep. And we had we... We had a lot of fluctuations. We had some early favorites. I really thought Do I Even Lift was going to be an early favorite with the, all the memes on the the flex first craft. Subpar powerlifting and squat meme deadlift are always in the conversation, bolo swagons, But then late risers towards the end of the year with Pinoy powerlifter and then D, DIY deadlift bar. Yeah. We had some late risers. I don't I don't know. This one's tough. It was it's it's about can you sustain it? That's the issue with most meme pages is can you sustain the quality over time? And that's always where it's at.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'll go. I'll say this. Um, I think the actual, like, the spot on ones were. It's Do You Even Lift, right? That's what it was? Yeah. D-I- DIY Deadlift Bar. D- or, or Do I Even Lift? Are you
1: saying the. Which no, I yeah, do I even There's lift. D-I- that's the one. That was the do one with I Marcellus. even lift?
0: Yeah. So those. Yes. I, he was able to nail those Flex and Marcellus memes pretty well. Um, Pinoy Bulldo- Bulldozer He, I think that's the most Accurate depiction of powerlifters It's like What he does Like, it, You know you have those like TikTok things Like eh okay like some of them are good Most of them are just kind of basic He nails it Almost every single time Like he gets the culture Probably better than anyone Like he knows how to mock The culture very well and i'm like man that's that is really good like that is what's that is what's happening in the gym that is what's going through lifters minds that is like your typical local meat lifter he kills it with that um yeah diy deadlift bar i i like He's especially got, recently i like but they
1: need more they need more time they need more time
0: they need, like i said you got you got to do
1: it for a period of time to show the consistency there uh, I think Pinoy, powerlifter. I think so, too. I, I think, okay. Oh, did I say a bulldozer? Week. I think it's
0: a different person. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't I, know if I, there's the right way to say it. Oops. Whoops. Lots of... So. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I think... That's the thing if he keeps at it with this too like you do have like this different element of powerlifting memes where it's like a TikTok thing but they're act- so the biggest compliment I can give him is he's actually funny.
1: He's yes. a TikToker
0: that's actually funny. Most TikTokers are like getting by based off of they're not funny. They're strong, they're jacked and are pe- you know they're really attractive. And they get by based on that. So, like the unfunny thing that they do, like everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, that's great. You're so funny." And it's like, "Yeah, no, you're you're, you're not. This guy's no, actually funny. He's actually talented a talented because
1: he he does actual skits too. That's a little bit more. T- I, I I say that's a little bit more talented
0: than just I, just I hate to say it me, though. So. Hate to say it. Actually, I shouldn't hate to say it. Um, I think I think um people want me to hate to say it. Whatever Russ does a skit, it's actually good. No, Russ is I, Russ I, Russ has one of, like...
1: Russ actually,
0: on the TikTok side of things, we said it
1: before, he does decently well with that kind of stuff. No, I I, love, on, I, I actually, I I'm like, that was... Because
0: he stuff. did a commentators one recently, and I thought that was a very funny meme. I was like... No, Russ does, where he's like, Russ does some good ones. Yeah, he's like, he's wearing... He, oh, he's wearing Jordans while he swat, so That's For those of you who don't know, that's um, a basketball shoe created by the basketball player, Michael Jordan. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> pretty good <laughs> pretty good powerlifting commentator. Uh that like that that to me was funny. And he does yeah, he does do good ones, but yeah, Pinoy does I, I think spot on stuff. Alright. Local meat of
1: the year. The highly coveted title. Frankly, we didn't have a whole I mean it's kind of the same ones. It's we I mean, it didn't have a whole bunch. Carolina Primetime. I'm counting TBS Primetime as a local meet. And then Texas Fall Championship, which really I think is between CPT and TBS. Texas Fall Championship just kind of became a really good local meet because everyone did it for a qualifier and it yeah. was kind of interesting. Real, It's CPT versus TBS. And frankly, I think even Marshall can seize this year. TBS was incredible. Mm-hmm. TBS yeah. Primetime was at another level. Well, you Had saw that. Great competition, great polls for the win, but the actual like production display, the enormity of that meet was beyond any other local regional meet I've ever been to. So, I mean, I think that wins it hand down this year. That's, that set, was, that's set a new level.
0: Yeah. And you know, uh, this year has been kind of busy for us um, and, and me, cause I'm, I'm kind of the one who gets those commentary experiences. So I haven't experienced a lot of those meets firsthand, but I Southern regionals and TBS was the one I experienced. And yep. I, I am in full agreement there. It was fantastic. Um, I love Southern regionals just as the day. I think it was a super well ran meet. Um, a, a big, a big bright spot for, I think, the next USAPL venture. I think now that the Pro Series seems to be um, and, and its, and its, on its deathbed, I think the regionals thing is something they should really lean into. And that's, that I mean, would, we, that would be we a definite know help.
1: They're going to lean into the World Cup. That's what they'll
0: do. Well, they so. should. So they should lean into the regionals, thing based on what you know, Mark was able to do. Mark and Company was able yep. to do
1: as as well as the type of people who are staying USAPL yeah. is regionals. That's that's your target market now since you ostracized all the elite level lifters. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, I've these kind of out of order, so I'll switch them because it makes more sense to do this other one first. Meat of the year, we got. Sheffield versus Arnold Pro Finals versus American Pro Two. So this one's highly debatable. I'm I'm really not sure if if I'm going to go with the Arnold Pro Finals or Sheffield.
0: Yeah, I mean, ignoring it's a top one. I mean, ignoring live stream views completely, and like length of meets, and the marketing, and the performances. It's a debate. Yeah, I mean, all those things
1: they had equipped. It was it was more well rounded. Um, it's it's really kind of a debate on which coefficient score you prefer. Do you like percent of world record? Do you like dots? Uh, obviously, American pros and Yeah, there do you are, you? are you? Are you American Pro? They they give us tested. They give us untested with sleeves. They give us untested with wraps. So many different variations. Honestly, Sheffield. It, it's kind of it's kind of too like singular. There's not enough variety there. It's just it's just.
0: Like, it's it, what, yeah it was like lifting like it was super easy to follow well, that's too easy yeah like that's the thing when it's too easy to follow it's not as fun to watch like it was it was it was like i was yeah. totally involved the entire meets because it wasn't like sporadic and broken up and like in the middle or like the beginning there was a lull i was engaged the entire time which i don't want that with my power meets
1: yeah, as well as something that really irked me as an American is they handed out pounds and not dollars. Like why would I I, no, I, that's, I can't that's a... use pounds. I can't even use pounds. As I forgot that. Like I have to I have to go get a currency exchange if I actually want to use that money when I come back to the US. So that was kind of an odd thing. So I mean I think I'd still give it the slight nod, just simply because of the fact that they had whiteboards in the stands, and I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah, thought that was good. We couldn't so, see those I was like, though. Kind of I a nice touch. actually another another knock. I would like to pan. I would like them to pan out the camera to the stands so you could actually see that. Yeah,
1: we but didn't get did to see any of them. We had to see
0: other people do it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. They need to. They need to show up. I mean, I'll be there with a uh, hopefully a whiteboard, so hopefully I'll get some camera time there. Um, If not, I'm definitely not giving it meat of the year next year. But for this year, I think by a very, very narrow margin, (laughs) it beats out the Pro Finals. And probably by even a slimmer margin, beats out the American Pro 2.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean... The Pro Duel hasn't happened yet so we got to we we were just short well, it's on be that.
1: 2024. 20- yeah, exactly. We're just Pro short Duel on that. Be,
0: so if it was before that Sheffield will have versus It's going to be Sheffield
1: month. versus Pro Duel in a heated battle next year for yeah. the end
0: of the year. The uh the, the real the because I know there are probably a good amount of lifters who don't understand sarcasm, I wonder if that's going to come in play at all during that entire well, entire thing. We're, we're giving we're giving Pete and SPD a bunch of sound clips to, like, post hater stuff of, like, doubters of Sheffield.
1: <laughs> I would, they,
0: I would love to use this? I, I, would love, four, if we had, I would love for him to use. Like, I was engaged the entire time, and I don't want that. <laughs> 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 I, was like, I was watching the entire meet from start to finish, and that's not good. I would love for him to use that as a sound bite. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Sheffield wins. Sheffield
1: wins meet of the year. All right. New award, the Austin Perkins Award for most underrated lifter. And frankly, I had an idea of who I wanted to win. And then I realized to be truly underrated, you have to be underrated in an underrated poll. You can't win the poll. So I was going to (laughs) think I had Dan Clements as my winner, but he got a bunch of votes. So he's not underrated anymore. Then you got to look at I had Dominique Fuqua, Brittany Schlater, Evie, and Frank Allen, and you said Joe Borenstein. I think Joe
0: Borenstein is uh, almost a definition of underrated now.
1: But he would get votes in that. I got to go Frank Allen because Frank Allen wasn't getting any votes on an underrated poll because he's so underrated that he's (laughs) actually getting underrated on a poll about being underrated. Good point. People
0: are overlooking how underrated he is.
1: Yes. If people don't know, Frank Allen likely this year is going to put up an 1,100-pound total. He is the only person on this planet right now that's anything within like an arm's reach of Jesus. He's freakishly strong and no one knows who he is. It's partially because he doesn't, well, he actually didn't get into nationals because he missed out on it. So I was going to say he hasn't done any big meets, but it's partially because he didn't get into nationals. I think he wanted to do it. He is doing rising tide this year though. Uh, but yeah, Frank Allen's mine because he's so underrated that people don't even know how to rate him on an underrated poll.
0: Yeah, there you go. That. You guys just got duped. We did the underrated poll thinking that the person that you voted for was going to be the winner. But no, if you're underrated, that means you're not getting the votes. So you guys don't know what underrated means. Austin Perkins might be the underrated lifter of the year because we didn't give him an award.
1: That could be. I mean, mean, he... The thing is, I, someone asked me how he wasn't up for nomination here. I was like, because he'd win it every year. Like, we can't, it's, it's his memorial award. It's just like. Yeah, we it, had it to retire awards. the
0: award because of Austin Perkins. That was a great three years that I got, like, that joke up. Because it is so funny to me to think about, like, I don't know at a time when Austin Perkins was ever underrated. <laughs> like, we made the meme about it, but still, like, I was just thinking, like, was he ever at a point where he was underrated at all? And probably I Probably not. Think the, I think the answer is actually no.
1: <clears throat> so, probably not, no. He was never truly underrated. Yeah. All right. Frank Allen, Austin Perkins Award winner for most underrated lifter. Next up, Two White Lights biggest hater of the year. We honestly I don't think we had enough podcasts to get as many haters this year, but we had some.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh perennial favorite at all times is Marcus Adudu. He's just I think he's just gonna be permanently on this you list of how much he hates yes. me. Yeah, so he hates me in particular, so it's perennial, biggest hater. Uh the girl who is prejudiced towards lightning strike victims and wanted to try and cancel us. Um uh, Corrupted Strength honestly is kind of a two-white license. What the hell is that point, second I one? Like. I forgot about that. The girl who's prejudiced against lightning strike victims. Uh, the the she says uh uh, biggest shock is a more oh okay I uh, was
0: like alright I'm like that's a new joke that no, I didn't get
1: no the girl the girl who said biggest upsets are uh offensive so she said biggest shock and so I'm saying that's offensive oh, lightning sh- lightning strike victims so yeah. yes the girl who's just towards lightning strike victims Corrupted Strength seemingly is a little bit of a hater towards Two White Lights but really I, my, my personal winner this year that I think is a clear favorite is USAPL Leadership I think they're the biggest Two White Lights hater
0: Uh, possibly two white lights i'd say with like leadership in the USAPL. like i said on my show going to power the america there's a lot of people in leadership who i really really like and i think they like me too and
1: yes i don't know they haven't been
0: I, i guess not having us commentate things has not been from all of them it's probably just a very very few um yeah, I. It's but the, the fact Can that I we weren't asked to commentate anything big from the USAPL this year.
1: I mean, I got personal DMs from the person who I believe is now doing Priscilla's job. I got personal DMs from that person talking about how I'm a clout chaser and need to shut up.
0: Well, there you go. I, I guess now you're starting to take the the baton as the the hated person on Two White Lights.
1: Yeah, I'll take that because that's the same person in charge of registration, and I think we know how
0: registration's going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll definitely give them more ammunition as we go, um, because I, I mean, in in spite of some powerlifting America things of us being asked, to, you know, go outside and have a quick talk to, and these things, uh, no outward they've hate. Been, they, no, they they've they, been a
1: lot nicer to nicer they, to us.
0: Yeah, they've been. They they quote tweeted the show and then collabed on it. Yeah. So so. There's that, um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give the USAPL leadership on this one, yeah, even though, like, what I said last episode, Eric Cordero, you know, jo- um, Josh War.
1: I fully agree there. Eric and Josh awesome are fantastic, and also there's fantastic.
0: more awesome people I have just like, kind of don't have as close interactions with. But yeah, I, I, I do think there's, so, yeah, something. The the I, I guess my my biggest thing was the the commentary thing of not even asking once it's like we we're kind we'll of also understand we have we have been
1: told through people who had heard firsthand that we were told that they were told that we were unprofessional and didn't want us commentating anymore
0: yep so
1: so this isn't like some like oh we're reading into things it was it was
0: no i'm not reading into things like i i wasn't we weren't asked to do it So that was,
1: well, we weren't, we were 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 usually asked, asked, especially from the
0: USAPL at Daytona when I was just walking around and somebody asked me if I wanted to do commentary for the day. It's like, okay, well, you had to go and seek it out at that meet. And then after that, it's like, okay, you guys get to commentate, but yeah, whatever. All right. Biggest beef of the year. Marcellus
1: versus Joey. Mm Mm-hmm. Russ versus all the people who are jealous of him. Yes. Powerlifting versus Article
0: Fourteen.
1: Yeah. USAPL versus the Pro Series.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gaston versus Gino,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or Shamanica frown versus not being on her phone at medal ceremonies.
0: Um, I I would actually change that to harmonica down contradicting herself, or yeah, I I don't know. We just had For the mention that to, one. Not- Huh? Not not contradicting
1: herself, yeah. I, I, I guess do. like
0: yeah, I don't know. Either way, I guess, guess uh, I guess I yeah I guess uh, yeah. Harmonica down for s- just being respectful to other people's nations. Yeah, like that's that's one of them. So um,
1: I think I think the three are, it's got Marcel's versus Joey powerlifting versus Article 14 or
0: USAPL versus the Pro Series. Which one has the biggest beef? Um, I would definitely go Marcellus and, but that was the only example we could have got with actual, like a rivalry and an actual conflict. Yeah. It was
1: true beef. The other ones were just kind of joking and making it up as like satire to an extent that was actual
0: true beef. Yeah. Like that was, you know, back and forth saying their piece having issues with one another, yeah. Um, But I would kind of throw in there Petrie and Russ. Yeah, that could be Petrie versus Russ. That that started it, I I, I guess, was that kind of thing. And Russ was definitely vocal about some of the things Petrie said, and um, he was very vocal after that Arnold meet, and that is, yeah, one of the best ways to um we got publicized. we one brewing
1: too with bob bob matthews versus tony cliff albeit i don't really think that's gonna play out as beef once they actually go head to head
0: well i think if somebody's gonna start it it will be a british lifter um they because i think they're good at kind of like pestering. Germans
1: versus americans
0: huh Germans
1: versus america
0: yeah I, they, they do a good job i mean because it is intentional in in a sense where they just like to they like to joke around and they like to take the piss out of people. And I think that's what happened in that circumstance where Petrie and Russ thing. Yeah, it was documented. Like, Russ was pissed off of what Petrie said. And after that meet, after the Arnold where Petrie bombed out, Russ went in really, really hard. And that was a very public beef. And, you know, Petrie didn't do a whole lot. Uh, Petrie's not really, I don't know. Going back and forth about social media on those things is hard to do. So you kind of just have mm-hmm. to let the other person do it because if you feed into it, then it turns into just post after post after story after story, and that's always annoying. Um, where that's what happened with Marcellus and Flex. At a point, it did become somewhat annoying, but that's how you know it's that's how you know is real. So you got to give right. that award. And that was one of the best podcasting stories of the year, too. We just didn't want to unleash all the takes because so many people unleashed their takes. Yeah.
1: All right, next up. This is one that I don't know if we can – maybe we'll decide on air or maybe we've got to do a little bit of a competition here because I I know they've asked for a competition to determine this. But Two White Lights Biggest Fan Award. And I think we all decently – I know for sure we agree on two, maybe three. I've got Caleb LeVar, Midwest Moron. Yep. Darian, fifty fourth narcissist, and then Elijah Parker, our reigning champ.
0: Yeah, I think those are three excellent candidates. Those are those would be my front runners. You got to put the reigning champ in there. Um, Midwest moron. What do we want? To me,
1: I I have Darian's a big fan, but specifically Darian, he got he got a big up for me because I'm sitting there walking down that main street on Memphis, and I look over. And I see someone wearing this two light Light Steve after dark shirt. And that's the first time I've ever walked around randomly in public and seen my face on someone's shirt. And I was like, Holy crap. That's, that's just kind of crazy. So he, he, just the fact that he wore that at Memphis got a vote for me, but I, I think the, I mean, I, I'm, I, I lean towards Caleb, but I know Elijah, the dude's got the listens. He has no doubt the most minutes listened and he Asked for some type of competition to prove it, and I think we owe him that. So, what what do we want to do? Well, how do he, we, actually, he had an he had an idea. Let me see if I can pull what it was up. the idea? You can let me know if you like it.
0: Uh, we yeah we we could have a competition between these three gentlemen. To dictate. I had I had
1: another idea on top of his. So let me see what his idea was real quick. All right. He said dots, but I'm not doing that. And then he also said, oops, I keep going to vanish mode all the time now. Um. oh he said we all pick our top three favorite episodes and then angelo and i vote on whose list is better
0: god that's so hard oh yeah I, I i would like that i would like that as an option so what's your idea
1: my other idea this i don't like this one though because i mean if you just wake up early i was gonna say whoever reposts oh, yeah. this Podcast
0: the quickest on their story, but eh, no, that was that was even though it's ears. good. I think it's still good, but yeah, you can't if you don't know what happens. I know on other podcasts, like uh they did a uh, part of my take, uh, my favorite sports podcast, they had Blake of the Year, um who their favorite Blake is. And it's funny because Brooks Kepka is one of them, but they call him Blake, so it's Blake, so it's <laughs> Brooks Kepka, Blake Griffin, and Blake Bortles. And the competition was whoever picks up their phone first wins. So like if they call, like whoever picks up their first and they time them. So like that was that like something like that is good. Um I like the I like the top three episodes. Okay. Let's see whoever has, has a better list. So, which yeah. So
1: yeah, so Caleb Darian and Elijah, you gotta repost within the next week. So this is gonna get posted today, you said. So repost by the well, we'll say the end of December. Oh no, this is not December. this one is no. being
0: uploaded uh day after Christmas. Oh yeah,
1: this, this one's this is day the second after one. Christmas. So either way, end of December. By January 1st, you have to post on your story your top three favorite episodes. Tag both of us and two white lights, and then we'll vote on the winner from there.
0: Alright, I like that. Okay.
1: Last two awards. These used to be the kind of like the highlight awards, but they're not really anymore since we don't really have guests. But male and female guests of the year, Uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I only had four male guests and I had one female guest. Do we? That's all we had. We had Brandon, Daniel, Kim, Devin, and Brad Coolyard, and then we had Gabby Mueller.
0: Yeah, I love the Gabby Mueller episode. I when we were able to do interviews, you know, this obviously become competitive again, but. It's been very difficult oh, yeah. getting interviews. I can only think of two people that we kind of had lined up, like, going into 2024. So it's not that deep. I, I love the I Gabby Wheeler episode. Like,
1: yeah, so, G- so Gabby wins, even though, like, I think she wins even if there's more guests. But Gabby wins because she's the only one. And then it's Brandon versus Daniel versus Devin versus Brad. I was leaning towards Daniel or Brad. Brad is biased because I have a man crush on him. Daniel, because of, I mean, Daniel's podcast was one of our stories of the year. Yeah,
0: I got to throw in the Daniel thing where we couldn't, I I honestly could not figure out how to get the second part of that podcast to work Um, because the second part of that podcast was a really good conversation and it just was completely lost. And people were asking for it. I'm like, I can't do it i i'm trying to figure it out something got messed up there and it was during uh the arnold and chef no it was during the sheffield time
1: it was right yeah right before sheffield so i we we were using we were using riverside and riverside when you have more than two guests screws up and we stopped using it because of that
0: yeah and so like that really hurt daniel because i think that would and also yeah you know like because you know we look at the uh the guests of the years of past you know uh you know we had uh, i think derrick's Th- Th- derrick this away is one of the best examples of it because like he doesn't come on frequently but the time he came on and the both times he came on it was electric and like that and it was it was probably the most fun podcast we got to do was with him so same thing with Daniel where both of us were speaking both of us got the interview and we're just having a really good time you know and especially during the second half though because at the first he was talking about very serious stuff and the second part of it you know he you know gave us a lot of ideas and it was it was a really cool conversation to have all right so I say Daniel Kim then
1: male guest of the year
0: yeah I mean podcast episode oh is that the last word
1: no, we don't have. I I don't have any data to say podcast episode. We don't have. We've never okay, had that I, one. Yeah, That's didn't... just pod, That's just podcast story of the year. That's basically what we do for podcast episode. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah, I so, would. No, I would go. Daniel. It. Okay.
1: That that is the two white lights awards.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the coach roundtables are definitely based on listens the best rated podcast to a point where it used to be. The highest rated shows—that's what we give the get like a guest of award to, or a guest of the year uh, award to. But now the coaching roundtables are like beating those numbers. So, so the highest rated shows more, I, are the roundtable episodes. So we need to do more of those. Then is what you're saying. Yeah, we do. i like to be included on them as well because I, I remember the other time I was—it was a work meeting thing—and I'm obviously—I don't know—I'm actually I I am technically a coach now so i could uh, potentially chime in yeah the conversations well, let's about do stuff one soon. there's a lot of really good podcast ideas that we've had that with this last year just weren't able to happen because what you need is four to five people to agree on one time and day, which i think I, i'm probably the worst as far as schedule goes on, on agreeing to something
1: You're not bad at all. You are. You are. You have a very, very open schedule and can podcast
0: anytime. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw that Mark saying like, "We all know you're on Christmas break," and I was so mad because when you're being told that you're on Christmas break and you're totally not, makes you mad. Because I'm like, I am working right now, and the most stressful time of the year, which is getting your grades in before the end of the semester, and the end and the semester is. December twenty first, and Christmas is four days away. It's a terrible time. Gotta gotta utilize the twenty seventh through the eighth very well on two white lights if we want some content being top heavy at the no. beginning of the year. I'm decently
1: free then. So Good. Let's set
0: let's, it up. let's do some stuff because I think I think with those coaches roundtable we can possibly get some cool discussions going not just about coaching. Lots of business stuff that I, I know people like to listen to. Get some guests in there. But, um, yeah, the, the schedule right now has been rough. But I've always liked doing these episodes, the Two White Lights Awards. Yes.
1: Yeah. No, one of my favorites. Yep. And this is our longest one ever. We actually had to break it up into two. That's how good it was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, usually a long episode. This one is longer. So you're going to get two episodes going into 2024. Thank you. To everyone who listens to Two White Lights, it's always cool to see the Spotify reps and, you know, just whatever we post. You know, we don't post as many episodes as we used to, but now I think it's actually helping because as immediately when we post an episode, people are reposting on their stories that we release an episode. Um, the 30-minute episode that I did, um, that, was, that was quick as far as people reposting it, and it was only a 30-minute episode of me rambling about stuff, so... I, I think that's the that move. Thing. Just not make any more podcasts, and just when when we release it, just make sure they're bangers. Just you just need to start
1: a whole series uh, called "Dear Powerlifting," and it's just Angelo twenty minute po- just talking
0: about random stuff. Actually, that won't be a bad idea because I am good at, with ramblings. Or like car yeah car ride home thoughts and Angelo getting pissed about something. And then me just talking about it.
1: You literally could. Yeah, you could. I mean, it's actually a good idea is you just start doing some car ride. Because you're going to drive an hour in darn Houston traffic. Yeah. Traffic. Literally just do, go find something to record on just your phone and record 20-minute ramblings in traffic of Angelo <laughs> ranting about powerlifting.
0: Yeah. that's what happens. Like, whenever I get something annoying or something that's, like, an issue, it's usually when I'm in my car and able to check my phone, like, in traffic and bumper-to-bumper bumper, traffic. And that's where, you know. The council is discussing something stupid that a powerlifting federation did. So, well, that will do it for Two White Lights Award Show. Congratulations to everyone who has won an award. It is one of the most prestigious awards you can get in powerlifting. We'll see you guys next year with some great Two White Lights content. Thank you guys for a great year. We'll see you next year. Peace.